Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, delighted to be joined here this evening by a very cool looking Shawnee O'Leary in Melbourne with a woolly hat on at 7 in the morning. Welcome along, Shawnee. Good morning, lads. Yeah, nice and wet and cold here. Beautiful, well. beautiful weather here in Ireland today. In the giggles. It was nice now, yeah, it was nice in uh, County Waterford here tonight. Yeah, lovely and sunny here in Kilkenny, and we've also got to mark the 100 episode, very special guest, John Mulhall. Welcome along, John. It's, a, it's an honour and a privilege to be here for the 100. Yeah, no, we're delighted to have you in, John. Thanks for <laughs> taking the time out of your busy schedule, because just little known fact, John, is are you flying tomorrow, John? Sunday. Sunday, dear. John and his beautiful wife are heading to Pakistan yep. to climb K2. We are Liam. K2. K2. Very nice. Yeah. Very job, nice. Job done. Yeah. So, John gets his trills in other ways these <laughs> days. <laughs> I, I heard Junior B as well. <laughs> um, so, we, we have a, a good show coming up for you today. We're going to have a look ahead of two very, very exciting quarterfinals in Cork and Galway. Um, we have a very special Giggles Corner according to Giggles. This is his best one yet. And also going to look ahead of Clare and Wexford. We're obviously looking back at the Munster and Leicester final. We didn't get on last week. A few things going on. But just a few tweets in on um, Akaday GEA in relation to Giggles Corner that he did a couple of weeks ago on the father-son duo, the top 10 that he called out. We got a few tweets in, Giggles. First one in from Kevin Ryan. Lads, good Giggles Corner, but missed a big one. Fan and Philly Larkin from Kilkenny. Fan with five All-Irelands and four All-Stars. Philly has three All-Irelands and one All-Star. Serious family. Big one. That's yeah, a big one. Uh, and their grandfather oh, has and, a... And their grandfather. He actually followed up with a tweet on the father-son thing. Uh, he pulled that up as well, sorry. He said that as well. And then, a um, few more... Tommy O'Neill, a few more talks. Joe, Nicky Quaid, Jerry and Garod McInerney, Ollie and Mickey Walsh, Pat and PJ Delaney, Liam and Wassie Keown, Frank and Alan Cummins. A few more for you there, Giggles, just to, just to work into your... Into your top, t- into your top ten was Alan Cummins Cork. Yeah, and, and played with two different counties. Frank and Alan Cummins. Yeah, yeah. But what two different counties? I don't know. That's what Tommy O'Neill says. As in, like, <laughs> as in Frank hurled with yeah, Kilkenny and, and Alan, yeah, so much. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, just father son duo. Right. Yeah, they're still a father son duo played inter county and one calling you out, Johnny. From um, Kevin Ryan saying, um, he said, Keen McCarthy passed the ball to Harney in 2018 that Nicky Quay intercepted. That was Robbie O'Flynn. McCarthy was gone off the Cork panel in 2016. That was probably my brother because he takes me the same thing. Yeah. About an hour after him listening to it. <laughs> yeah, so Shawnee just, you know, when I watch Shawnee sometimes, uh, he can, you know, he gets names wrong. It was a good wrong. story to time, it? it was a good story time, but he gets <laughs> names wrong, like, notoriously. Like, so lad's gone off the panel three years previous, but anyway, sure, look, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, keep the tweets coming in. Accurate AGA. But that that has to be said about you guys. Like you, you go with like no information in front of you, which because I'm sitting here <laughs> beside you. So like, obviously, for you to come up with the information off the top of your head is actually quite difficult. So <laughs> you are actually one of like the only true podcasting geniuses out. Like oh, GA, like, you know. Yeah. So like, so Shawnee, the odd mistake we can leave you off on that. Now, Shawnee, fairness to Shawnee, he's normally doing his research as we're doing the show. He's normally like Googling or looking up the 42.e as we're going through it. So, um, yeah, like you said, the odd mistake from Shawnee is okay. But if you could only see all the screens I have here, John, it would be amazing. Good research going on. But having said that, John has been on several podcasts. Several podcasts. You are, you are on Parkinson, John. Yeah. And so, he, he'd give me a few pages going into it, like, you know, yeah, to. Wow. Whereas like I give you, you a cup of tea and some yeah, Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just gonna have to be pulling names out of my head, like, you know what I mean? Um but yeah, no, serious. Yeah. No, look, it's great. We think we started in twenty seventeen is when we actually did our first podcast. So it is five years on the run, and that's how me and Giggles' five year bet is coming towards the end that Giggles said Kenny wouldn't win all earned yeah. in the next five years. So that's coming up soon. The bet is still alive, you know, which is good to see. Um the chances of that are improving even more. So, Giggles, have you have you laid another bet just to counter it? No, I, I, 
I didn't hedge it. And before the quarterfinals, Kilkenny were 11 to 1 to win the All Ireland. Now they're getting to 6 to 1. But I said I just couldn't back Kilkenny, so I'm going to leave it, leave it run. If I lose, I lose. I'll hand you the money, Dean. You've obviously, so spo- you've obviously that, spoke yeah. about the sense of mourning in Waterford, like, but it's it's quite deep this year, Giggles. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm working down in Mount Sion and uh, just for for where you are to where you are now, like, it's I, I've never seen. It's possibly the biggest collapse of the last twenty years in terms of a team that was taught so much of going into it and to where you are now. Liam is nodding his head here. I'm not actually trying to get a rise out of you there. No, no. no I try, well, I'd th- say the biggest collapse was probably the year after the All-Ireland in 2017, if you think about it. Like, they were in the All-Ireland final three points away from winning it. Kevin Moore to put that ball over in the 42nd minute to put his four up. Things another another one for Waterford would be the, the year again, Limerick, when you were in the, was it semi-final? 2007. Seven. 2007. That was I, a big... Like, they, they, won, they, they won by four points. And look, I think it, they were, that, that wasn't a collapse, right? That was just being no, beaten no. then third week in a row, a bit of complacency. But I think from the league final, like Liam, you were there in Turles, I was there. Stephen Bennett shooting the lights out. We were missing Austin. Great play from the whole team. A little bit of a downer against Tipperary. We're getting worried a little bit. Um, I, I thought I actually played quite well against Limerick, despite not getting the win. And then it was the Cork game that, that threw us out. Um, simple as that. It was a knockout game. And Watford didn't get through. The the, the rumour mill around Watford at the moment is that Cahill and Beavens aren't going to be around next year. But yeah, there you go. there's some people saying they are. It's, 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 uh, it's an interesting one. I'd say watch this space. What, what I, don't know, I don't know will they be around next year or not. I what we said we do though is at the end of just the Ireland series we're going to do a full we think a two hour podcast on Waterford shortcomings just to cover it off in <laughs> full detail because there's been a lot like a lot of hype around it and Giggles has got a lot of airtime on Waterford this year but it just hasn't come to fruition one win in three years worth of round robins is another interesting statistic we won't go there again yeah. look Waterford are gone John we, we have yeah. to we, ha- we have to move on um we do have a very, very exciting... Cork and Galway. Like Cork and Galway. Cork and Galway. Cork's, Cork's, right Cork's redemption <laughs> from the yeah. abyss. The abyss. They've come back like a firestorm. Will they be Galway? Yeah. I'd be... Well, let's, I know you have to talk about it first, but... Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I you think, don't think so? I think Galway could get over the line. And just after you're saying that, coming back with a firestorm back from the abyss, why then do you think after Galway's... I would say one of the worst performances I've ever seen in Crow Park from any team was Galway against Kenny in that Leinster final. I thought they were shocking. We didn't beat them by that much. We beat them by five points <laughs> comfortably without even getting out of third gear. And that's not saying Kilkenny are any good. I don't think Kilkenny are, are that good. The match was horrid. It was a shocking affair. No atmosphere up in Crow Park. It was like a challenge match. And Galway I just brought absolutely nothing to the occasion whatsoever. I don't know where you think they're going to get a performance for this weekend. I'd be very worried if I was Galway. Yeah, well, I'd be really worried if Kilkenny oh. were playing Cork. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, yeah, I think Kilkenny would be gone. Yeah. It, it, the, the way the draw has fallen, I think it's fallen nicely for the neutral. Hello, I'm the neutral <laughs> in the last six counties that are left. But I think... This is like it's the two Jekyll and Hyde's playing against each other this weekend. If you yeah. About them. Like you don't know who's going to turn up. My my feeling at the moment is that you've got a pretty average half forward line in Galway that's causing them problem because they're not getting on enough ball. And Conor Cooney's a lovely hurler, but he doesn't take the, the game by the scruff of the neck and actually lead it. He like he'll score his ten points or eleven points, three or four from play, but he doesn't really control it. But they're coming up against probably the worst half back line left in the country. Um, at the same time, now I know Joyce is good. He's 19 years of age, but he's, he's very young. Mark Coleman hasn't had a great year. And we don't know who's going to play number five for them, realistically. Um, so it, it, I think it's very, very hard to call. I think what might be the turning factor, I think it'll, it'll go on two players, one on each side. If Conor Whelan goes to town, Cork can forget about it. And he very well has the potential to go to town on that Cork full back line. I like we've been talking about the Cork full back position for a while. They still haven't started us. They they've kind of been papering over it. But he's he's a machine. He's a he like he'd eat lads alive. So he could go to town. And on the flip side then, 
Connor Lehan for Cork is a man rejuvenated. Like he's a class hurler. Um, he's probably got a overly harsh press over the last couple of years, and he's, he's getting a lot of people wrong this year. I, I'd love to see Connor Lehan. In fairness, not that I'd be shouting for Cork much, but I'd love to see him have another super game this Sunday, um, this Saturday. Sorry, um, and I think it could be on who scores more or who does more damage between Conor Whelan on one side versus Conor Lehan on the other. I, I'm worried with how quiet Sean he's been keeping during sure, sure you speaking there. Like he's, he's, he, <laughs> looks like, he looks like go. a man who's confident here in front of us. No, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually not, John. I'm, 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 I go along with your observation and, and giggles at the same time. I mean, they are, they are like historically in the, in the recent past, the exact same. Like you don't know what team is going to turn up on the day. Um, Going off, you know, Cork's abysmal start this year. I I'm very surprised where where we are where we are now at the moment. Um, I think it's bonus territory, but also I think it's a bit similar to the run last year where we had that momentum and got us to an All Ireland final. Um, I think Giggles is right in terms of the the full back line position for Cork is 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 so inconsistent as to who they're putting in there all the time. What's, and probably down to the fact of the performances, but Downey's in there this um, this weekend. He was in against Antrim last weekend as well. Um, Daryl Airy there, he's from my club there at home. He's actually on the bench this weekend as well, and I'd say he's probably an option to come back in. He marked Conor Whelan in the league game, did quite well in him. But um, I think the fact that what kills Galway is the fact that he doesn't get the supply, Conor Whelan, and you know he just doesn't get the right ball into him. He doesn't get the space in front of him either because people, yeah. like people, know the dangers of Conor, Conor Whelan. No, Kenny did the exact same thing to him two okay. weeks ago as well. Um, I think, yeah, I think Giggles, um, Lehan definitely is rejuvenated. Even the game last weekend against um, Antrim, where it was a, a kind of you know. You know, nervy. Ner- it was nervy, but at the same time, like you know, they're expected to win. They won, and you know, there's you know question marks over the performance in the first half. But and a lot of the ball that they played around last in the first half, the last day against Centrum was just like the stuff they were doing to start the year again, which concerned me. Um, but I do think you know that the Cork forwards, Connolly, uh, Lee Han, especially those those are two dangerous for me, and Tim O'Mahony back in now again. Um, he'll have a right go at it now this weekend. You know, granted he did, you know, he did do a bit of damage in Antrim last weekend, but the real test now is this weekend. And then you've got Horgan on the line. I think that firepower, it'll be, I think it'll be a very high scoring game and it'll be, you know, a shootout in the end. I think we just have a little bit more in the, in the forward line. Yeah. What do you think, John? Yeah, no, now that you're after going through a few of the names, like, and how well you're going, <laughs> yeah, I'd nearly go Cork, but I still just have a little feeling that Galway will get over the line. I think just could Kenny like they know Wexford and like to know Galway, they're playing each other the whole time, and I think they they have the matchups. And to be to me, like I think Hugh Lawler is not. I think he's nearly the best fullback in the country, and he had. Mm-hmm. No one can keep wheeling quite, but just to keep him out from the goal and to not let him score goals is a huge thing. So, I don't know, can Cork do that? That's a fair point. Like, Hugh Lawler had a great game, I thought. I thought he had a great game, yeah, I thought he had a great game too. He's brilliant too. I'd be looking over for for Liam's uh, reactions to what I'm saying here because he's beside me, but um, no, I thought Hugh Lawler is... (laughs) Definitely up there with the best in the country. I don't know what they have, what they ha- what we have with Hugh, and then your forwards, Nippy and all that, Crow Park will suit him. Turles. Or Turles. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm back to Galway now again. Because it's Turles. Yeah. I forgot I was in, I forgot I was in Turles. Yeah. My fear though is That's because like, I don't have notes for John I should have had that note written down on the page Match in Turles Both yeah. matches in Turles <laughs> <laughs> My God fear damn. though John is, is like the backlash Of how Like how um, Galway were so bad in the Leinster final um, Well I, I don't I don't go along with that either I think look To be fair to Kilkenny sure. Like they no, set up so sure. very Kilkenny, well Kilkenny the week before 
were absolutely terrible. I don't previous matches. I don't think yeah, going I, into this match don't I, matter. I, I think. don't think it matters either. But I, I think. But don't don't you think that the bad performance followed by you know we have to get our act together in the next game? You know that kind of that that rings in there for me too. And 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 with Henry at the helm as well. Like I mean, he would he was absolutely scaling it into that game. He was like an antichrist. No, I really think Galway will come with a big performance. Yeah. Um, I don't think Henry has it in him to let those men lie down uh, no. on this day. So it's going to be very, very close, in my opinion. Cork, Galway by two. Oh, giggles. Question for the two Kilkenny men there, actually. Watch, watching back to Galway again. Do you think Henry got the tactics unbelievably wrong? Like he basically played two sweepers to nullify own Cody because he was so worried about his own club man. Do you think that Nef- cloud judgment? Because ultimately, but <laughs> nephew, sorry, yeah, nephew, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know you're all related up to Kenny, but um, do you, <laughs> do, do you think the, <laughs> do you think that cloud that like having the two probably strongest attacking wing backs like Mannion and, and Fintan Burke are serious men going forward? They were sitting in the pocket, right? Owen Cody was was notified. But going back to Shawnee's point there, that meant that the full forward line were getting nothing. They were like living on scraps. Just a, just a question for you. Going back to Leinster point. Um, yeah, I, I'd say Co- or Shefflin probably has, <laughs> he has more of an idea of what them men, the damage them men can do from just playing with them over the years and training them. So he probably put a bit more emphasis on what TJ and Owen Cody could do. But I don't know, did that have a huge influence in the game? Like, I just think Galway just didn't show up on the day and Kilkenny had a big performance going on the back of the Wexford game, which was absolutely terrible. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think TJ is just worth calling out there because there's been huge question marks on TJ this year in terms of his fitness, in terms of his impact. He got taken off a half-time up in Galway. That second half performance from him was as good as I've seen TJ in the last few yeah. years. Uh, he he won five, six clean puckouts, primary possession with Kane either won his own ball, you know, score from those free, score from play. Like it was amazing to see him back in full flight in Crow Park when there had been a big there had I, been a cloud over him, to be fair. Yeah, but like the comment comment the hour, comment the man, like he's he's an un- unbelievable player. I don't think Groat Hegarty or them other lads can claw ball out of the air as a forward. Like, as we all know, it's the most difficult thing to do, half hour catching balls with a deadly lad behind you catching. We all know from our own plane of hurling. Like, what he's done for the last 10 years of catching high balls out of the air and to just, just to see it. So, like, that's why he's able to survive. I know his legs mightn't be as good, but, like, oh, Murphy hits the ball down long. He's invariably going to win five, six high balls. He hadn't been doing it, obviously, up to now, but... Uh, but I think that was interesting, though, that I actually felt watching it in Crow Park, it was the first time I thought Kenny mixed it up in a good way, in that they played short, they didn't just do short to the full back line and the full back line lumped it to where O'Murphy would poke it. They actually worked it through the lines and then other times they just went long like they did in the second half onto TJ and they got change out of both oh, yeah. tactics. Which the, the only man you can be hitting it long to... Is TJ. Yeah. Like, the the other forwards are not going to have a... Like, it's all about percentages now, the way the game has gone. If you hit it up high on TJ, there's a fair percentage going to win it. The rest of the forwards, not so much. Maybe maybe on Cody, he can win it. But I wouldn't fancy on under a high ball, but hit in any way low along the ground, and he'll get it in his hand. Like, yeah. so... But you're right, Okie, back to your question. Look, he was nullified, but yeah, to what cost... And and he's been nullifying the last couple of games for Kilkenny, which I was worried that if Galway kept on Cody quiet, that Kilkenny would lose this match. So I think it was a kind of a pleasant yeah, surprise to see. TJ did step up and then he was it was TJ kind of evolved and then the pressure was off on Cody because TJ performed. Um but like I don't why I'm worried for Galway for the weekend is I just don't see them lifting where they need to get to. Like Cork are going to be way more high intensity than what Kilkenny were, I think. Uh, and and the pace that they play, I I think they're I think they're in trouble. I think Cork going to win this by four or five points. I think Galway going to exit with a damn squib. That's my my prediction. Oh, um, I, I, 
Before, before I give my prediction, I was going to say, any statistician out there, I think that'll be a deadly one. Clean catches per puck outs dropped on your head. I'd say TJ would be up there at the top of the bar chart, wouldn't he? And that, then there'd be a big gap down to someone else. That That is the 101st Giggles Corner right there. <laughs> there, like, there yeah. <laughs> now, let's, like, if you're going into that, like, Cork's aerial ability, bar Seamus Harnady, I know, like, Les can, like, the puck outs are lasered out in front and you they catch their own, in, like, when it's flying low into their hand, kind of. But, like... Other than Harnady, is there anyone there, Shawnee, that you can think of off the top of your head that is going to win a... Robbie O'Flynn is quite good, but I don't think he's as good as Harnady in the air. But no, Harnady is our best man in the air by, by a long way. At that end, Giggles. For, yeah, and he's for... okay as well, in fairness. He can get up behind the player and play the hurley. Um, I'm going to go for a Cork win as well, though. I think Liam, I think I agree with Liam for once. Uh, I think... Galway are going to exit on a damp squid and I think the monster hurling will prevail. Oh, lovely, I love it. Shani. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not as confident as as um, as you boys. Um, I am I am fear of a backlash. I am fear of a big Galway performance. Um, it's more so because Henry is at the, at the wheel. Um, but I'm only going to give a point or two. I, don't, I just don't think it's as... I don't think Galway are going away by any manner of means, and I'd say it'll be a big, big game. Okay, two, two, three, one. Oh, three, one. Sorry. Yeah. Three. I'm Galway by John, a point. John Mulhall is the only one going for Galway. Oh yeah, three, one. Mm. Sorry. Sorry. Now before we move on, I have had a couple messages saying why was there no, you know, podcast for the Leinster final, and we we have to touch on. I know it's been done today again, but just a uh, quickly before we on Cody and Sheffield at the end, just quickly because I was in Crow Park, yeah. right. And everyone was watching. It was on the big screen. What's going to happen now? Everyone was waiting to see what was going to happen. I'm sure. What, I don't know what it was like on TV at home. Was there something? Was there talk about? It? I don't know. But like, if you don't do the shake hands within the first twenty seconds of the final whistle, listen. There's no point in doing it. Just forget about it, right? I think. I think I was in Sids, or I wasn't at the match. No, just because yeah. um, you don't go to matches. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I was there. It's better being in a pub looking on it, like, and to be in a Kenny pub at that moment, it was box office in terms of, like, you know, people would be, <laughs> you'd be having a few pints of ale giggles, you know, smittics to those people who don't know it, and you wouldn't be even, you'd be half looking at the match chatting away, but I've never seen a pub, like, maybe the penalties for 2002 World Cup, maybe, where everyone's looking, you know, that one of those moments. Yeah. That was it, like, it yeah. was... It was. Um, and was it like when they shake his hand, Shefflin? It's not up to Shefflin. It's up to. But Cody, sure, there was. There the arguments it was like I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to get the seconds between full time whistle and the actual shaking of the hands. It's minutes. Fe- it's it minutes. F- it felt like a lifetime. No, it's minutes. You know, like a whole pub in silence. Oh, it's just, it was a lifetime. I, I I reckon it's a good seven eight minutes and like I, it, first of all to see Cody's elation of the winning Leicester final was like it was Kenny's first Leicester final for Cody. Mm. That that celebration and a release of emotion is normally the All Ireland final win for him. That Look, jumping around in the dust. For, for fear of something happening to me or being murdered outside of this house, there's something going on that's not quite right. Really, I John? I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it there's something either happened or was said. Just, well, the story the story goes is that Cody asked him to be a selector this year, and Sheffield said no. And then Shefflin went off and managed Galway. And that Cody's sour because he turned out to be a selector and then went off and managed Galway. Have you heard that story? Yeah, but sure. <laughs> I'm going to counter that with why sh- sh- look, in Cody's mind, Kilkenny is Everton and the rest doesn't. So, like, he would be upset over that. I can yeah. imagine that. But that's just hearsay, what you were saying there. Yeah, okay. Well, so, what's your alternative then? There's no alternative, really. He's just that. And then Cody's gone into pure like siege mentality. Then after losing up in Galway, nothing but in his head that we have to beat Galway. It was like he never won a match before. Yeah. And then he was living. He was living rent free in Shefflin's head after the match. People were saying Cody's a bollocks and all this and all that. But no matter what, Shefflin was completely rattled after it. that he sought him out. And I would have said fuck him, leave him. 
Why would you bother? Yeah. Can you curse on this podcast? Yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I would have left you're him. You're dead right, Liam. I, I would have yeah, left you're him. Dead right. I would have left him. Like, there's no way I, I, w- there's no way I would have shaken his hand. Yeah, I would have left him. Fuck no, him. I think it's savage bad farm, lads, out of Cody. Like, it's... It's the fucking height of disrespect what he's given to, to Henry Shefflin for all he's done for him. Like, I mean, like he's dead to know. He's dead to know. He's completely like, dead. You know what I mean? You know, it's just like Brian Cody in my view has gone way down in my estimation. Like after that, like that's just terrible behavior. Like he should be the bigger man, really, in that instance. Like. When did you ever see Cody jumping around, hopping around, hugging people after Linster? No, never Linster. Never, never. He, he, yeah. dropped, he dropped John off the panel for doing that shirt. <laughs> I just. Yeah. I'm going to go like back on my memories of their two other interactions here and say I can never remember them. It was they obviously got on back to then. So, but to now. From there, where like a guy won ten All Irelands for you, to where we are now, yeah. where the original date, like I feel there, there was probably something before the original date. Now, is it what Liam said? He went to Galway. No matter what, at, at the end of Shefflin's career, that last year when he won the tent, you read Shefflin's book, like he was felt he should have been playing more, like you know, and he wasn't the exception mm. of that. He so, shouldn't. He shouldn't have been. No, but, but I know yeah. Shefflin felt he should have been. So right. there was probably a bit, you know, a bit of. To angst towards Cody, yeah. uh, or whatever, and then you know, he got it and he won it. But then I, I think that was all fine. But I think th- I really do think this is just what's happened. Yeah, and it's a severe escalation. Now. Severe escalation, like <laughs> and it's Cody escalated the first time, and then Cody's just like, okay, I'm gonna let him do it. I'm gonna let him come to me on Sunday. Yeah, Cody said, and he said, I'm not gonna make a thing of this handshake. I'm just not gonna go near him. And then Shefflin couldn't leave a go, and had to go see him. I, I think I, I, I like think, I think to kick any public has Cody should have went in. I'm I, I, yeah. <laughs> but but this 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 is I, I, I think to kick any public have Henry as the darling of Kilkenny Ireland and rightly so. He won ten Ireland's the most successful player of all time. But C- Cody is, has won eighteen Leinster's eleven All Ireland and eight leagues and as a manager and this is probably why, because he's such a ruthless bastard. There is no room for his sentimentality whatsoever. He made an end like everyone watched here watched the last dance with Michael Jordan, right? Brian Cody's probably no different. He needs to find an edge to hate somebody to get the win over them. And I'd say this is no different. And I'd say Henry's the exact same. I'd say if they come up against each other again, I know I don't think they will this year, but there there'll be serious fireworks because I, I think we might have a right. Henry Except Henry is the Michael Jordan. Because Cody's there next. <laughs> Cody's Cody's going to be there next year, right? Cody's yeah, going to be there next year because he's won the Leinster. Um, and Henry's going to be in Galway next year. I'd say we have a bit of a rivalry spark in here, lads. Won't be last of it, but... Cody, Cody now um, and Henry's playing career, there was a big old difference there, Giggles, now, in fairness. Yeah, well, he's always managerial. I know, he's managerial. Manager, like, yeah, I know, I know. Manager, yeah, but, yeah. like, Shefflin just deserves no... Like, he's just the king, like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the king is the king. Like, what? I don't know what. Like, no, what's, I, I, what's Cody? Darth Vader already, or something? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, giggles. <laughs> yeah, we already spent ten minutes on my Warford. Not even in a bloody championship anymore. So we can talk about Kenny. They're still in it. <laughs> but all right, look, I didn't want to go too much more on on the handshake. But I do think it needed to be said that it was like it was pantomime at the end of the match. Like you said, it was in the pub. Pantomime, and, and I think. I'm tragedy, going, I'm, tragedy, a tragedy, <laughs> a, a tragedy. But I'm with Shawnee that he, that Brian should have shaken Henry's hand and just quick handshake. And even if the cameras were looking at and they kind of had this moment where oh yeah, it was really awkward, blah blah blah. Again after the first one, then yeah. that was the moment. But for it to go on and then it was disaster. But you know, last time before I go, Shane Dowlin on the Sunday game, like we talked about him being, you had him in your top five worst pundits, giggles. <laughs> but like rightly so, because he goes, whatever's going on between them, it's their own business 
I have nothing to say about it. It's like, no, you're a pundit. That's why you're there. There are two you're, managers. You're on TV. You're on TV. You're meant to have an opinion on it and try and understand what it is. That's actually your job. Don't try and say it's nothing because it actually is a massive thing at the moment. You have to respect Joe Brawley sawing it into the boys at the moment. Oh, yeah, Joe Brawley's boys. Yeah, yeah Joe Brawley's boys. And Joe Brawley. Joe yeah. <laughs> bring Joe and Joe that th- band back and say retired. That's what needs to be done. <laughs> I, I thought that, that thing about uh, Clonus and the... Monaghan County Council looking for an apology. <laughs> oh, so funny. And then he apologising to the people of Calcutta. Yeah. <laughs> that is unbelievable scenes. Yeah, he's an outrageous <laughs> man. He's good He's good value on Twitter. He's good value. All right, we, we'll keep going because I know um, it's late here and Shawnee, I think, might even have to do some work today. Are you working today, Shawnee? I am. I have to drop the kids to school. Okay. There, no. uh, you're okay, while Yeah, okay. Have the porridge as well. <laughs> have the spuds. All right, we, we'll get on to a, a Giggles Corner coming up next. It's always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and, but, you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and there's, there's nothing like coming back there, like. The one the fancy oh, open top bus line, I think we had Duggins, Richard Duggins lorry, and really, yeah. up, up on the back of the lorry and off down, it's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. Shawnee has gone on mute and he's left the screen. We don't know where he's gone, Giggles, for your 100... I don't think it's your 100 Giggles corner, but, you know, it's still... You've done a lot of Giggles no, corners. And, 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 it's, and it's a fan favourite. I suggested this to Giggles, you know, that we should bring in a segment, uh, like uh, one every week, that it, and we call it Giggles Corner. And obviously Giggles... No, Liam, like, you've no respect for that man, like, the work he puts in. Like, oh, you, just, you just turn up, have to remember your little O'Neill's thing at the start. Like, that man goes away, puts in hours of, like, preparation for his, you know, moments. Look at a smile on Giggles' face here. Yeah, no, I'm he, giving him his due. I'm giving him his due. I'm saying the people, people listen, actually really enjoy Giggles' corner. And people say, like, Shani, is here, isn't there, he's, he can't hear us. They say Giggles is the best on the show. Which I don't disagree with. Well, yeah, well, as a listener, I agree with that as yeah, well. No, yeah, no, I'm just saying, I'm, give, I'm giving him his credit here. Yeah, well, let the man speak. Let yeah, I'm just it. giving him a bit of a build up to his, like, this is a big anniversary here for him. I'm just saying, he's done great work and Giggles Corner is a favourite. Sean, you were just saying that everyone loves you the most on the show. You're back now. Everyone is saying that everyone loves you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, oh, love. Over to you, Giggles. Liam was just Liam was just filling air there, John, while uh, Shawnee was away in the toilet. Said, "Tim, that where you were, John?" <laughs> no, I don't. See, the kids get ready for school. Okay, right, Dad. I have an interesting one this week. Oh, here's the pirates, so, man. So we've a hundred episodes. This isn't really going to be one that the fans will made love now, aren't they? But it's one for us, right? It's one for us, the boys on the podcast. And we've had a fair share of people who we've interviewed. I think we've had over twenty-five people on the show over the hundred episodes. So what I've done is I've picked my Centurion team of interviewees and I've picked it for the G- Good AGA Centurion team. This is going a good one, lads, right? <laughs> so here's the team, right? That's in goals, we've got in goals we've got James Scale, one all Ireland medal in the bag, fair beast of a man. Interviewed him over in Australia. Filthy full backline here now. Liam Lenehan at number two. Solid. John Hambury number three, and Pau Neil at number four. <laughs> Rotten, like absolutely clutching the trades. Hell's Kitchen, beware. That was a real one for the Australian listeners. Halfback line has, uh, I'd say, probably four or five All Ireland medals and three or four All Stars. Brendan Bugler, number five. Sean O'Leary at number six. And Killian Buckley at number seven. Good <laughs> halfback line. Half yeah. Big man in the middle. Yeah, he's just solid. He just hold like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here, here we go. The heavyweights coming in now. Midfield, Johnny. I hope you're. I hope you're fit. We've got John Mulhall and Cahan Nocton in midfield. Uh, John, run. I'm thinking he'll a few run. more of the holding <laughs> there. And Nocton, Nocton with the running. Yeah, ideal. Um, we've got a couple of All Irelands there. Do we have any All Star? Do you have an All Star, John? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> in shy talk. That's it anyway. That's it. <laughs> No, half forward and lads. These boys will catch balls. Number ten, Dan Shanahan. Number eleven, Gary Brennan. And number twelve, Kieran Sheehan. 
Oh, that's a good half hour line. Oh, that's a good half hour line. I never saw Sheen hurling, but I heard he was all right. Yeah, he's a good hurler. Very good hurler. Yeah. He never played a game for us down in Tregaro and we were begging him, but nah. Yeah, he played football. The were giving him more money, so he played for them. Um, and then the full forward line, we have uh, Aaron Cunningham at number 13, Satanto Halpine at number 14, and I throw myself in there at number 15. We have to be on the team. We have to be on the team. He left Cody off. Um, the, yeah. manager, the, ma- the manager is Brian Cody. Manager <laughs> is Brian Cody. <laughs> and the kit man, that's good. And the, the, the kit man is uh, Aegon of Farid. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Top class. That's so- we, interviewed, we interviewed the president. We interviewed the president and things. So. In 2017. Yeah, that was very good. That team would take beating, wouldn't it? I reckon we'd rattle, we'd rattle Bally Gunner with that team, wouldn't we? We'd rattle Bally Gunner with that team. Was 25, and so there was a, that, eight, that eight who were left off must be very disappointed with the standard, you know, a couple of <laughs> positions. A couple of lads could have got in there, so cornerback. A couple of them could have got in cornerback there, like. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Pat. <laughs> I couldn't get pushed up to the forwards either. I'm kind of in scoring form these days. Oh, oh. Who, who's on the subs bench, uh, Giggles? Just for, out of uh, interest. The only, like, the, the only man who I kind of had, the man was in the team actually, he got Kieran Sheehan knocked him off the team, and I remember being interviewed him, was Mikey Welsh. He was on the Cork Senior panel for a while. Oh, yeah. He was, on, he was interviewed with his girlfriend, the Liam, yeah. Liam was trying to boot off the podcast because he was too drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah does Sarah Rowe play hurling and all, does she? We'd all have mentioned then and the football side of it, yeah, for Sarah Rowe. Ah, surely if you, if you give her a hurl but, she'd um, come uh, in instead of Lender, no? <laughs> probably. Nice, yeah. She'd probably uh, do a job. We'd have Dara, Dara Blake. Dara Blake played football for Clare. Carol Welch played football for Clare when they last played in the All-Ireland semi-final. So, with a few footballers on as well. Um, the start of the start of the show we tried to do both. That quickly whittled away after yeah. we realised that uh, Shawnee had the Tyrone team in front of him and he was reading all the players' names and he didn't know where they played. That's what, uh, he had the notes. Shawnee had the notes that time. He had actually written out all the team, just calling out the team. That's but, what I did. That's, that's what it, I did. That's in fairness, like, as the 100 podcasts, you need to get into it. Like, he took a while to develop your, you know, strengths and weaknesses, you know. Yeah, we did. And I think something that we don't haven't done in a while but that people used to actually enjoy was hearing about what was going on in Australia. And Shawnee, in fairness, used to always say that we should do more of that. But we try and weave it in. But a lot of feedback is finding yeah. out that I'm home and Giggles is home. Are you still doing it? But sure, the two of you aren't, are living in Ireland now. It's like, like lads, you know there's Zoom and Microsoft Teams for the last two and a half years. That's how the whole world has been functioning. Like, it's not that hard <laughs> to do a podcast. Yeah. But I think the G'day name, people think... Chase, you couldn't do that if you lived in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, it will last forever. Which way have you? Yeah. I'm hauling down the Australian anchor here. And yeah, so yeah, you can never, you can't move we'll home, Shawnee. You, you've just stayed there. We'll have you back soon, Shawnee. When, 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 when Maria can't leave Ireland after she comes back and sees all the family, that's <laughs> moved back. And that'll be sorted. <laughs> Giggles, that is, that the is next, an excellent... The next seven weeks, that'll be interesting. That is an excellent 15, Giggles. But how did that idea come to you to do that? Just when did that... When did that come to you? Do you know what? I'll pick a team because I'm interested in your thought process here. How that I was, I, I was, I was driving, I was driving home for Cork, and I was just thinking about what Kiggis Connor would I do for the Centurion? And I was like, Jesus, we had a few lads on, and Gary Brennan jumped into my head. I think there was, there was someone talking about Clare football on the on Today FM or something like that. You know, Clare being in the quarter final now and all that. I was like, Jesus, Gary, he played football. Jeez, we'd knocked it on as well, and Mulhall is coming. And I had Bugler in my head, and I had Dan in my head, and I had Aaron Cunningham in my head. It was, it was, it was, get to ten now. It was easy to get a couple more. Yeah, remember we the trip up to Australia and we met Scahill, Hambury, and Killian Buckley, and then Kieran Sheehan, and then Satanta turned up. Like there's a photo from the sevens or the nine. I think it was the nines actually, the Gary on nines, where David Hennessy, who was the manager of the the footballers, got Satanta and Isaacy to tag out. And it was bad boys for life, like the photo. I mean, the two boys, 13 and 14, either side, they're kind of big, chunky manager, like, <laughs> and they're walking off into the sunset. And they're unbelievable. All they were missing was two guns. They're unbelievable. But, um, they're unbelievable. Yeah, I know. I, just, I was thinking about it on the drive home, Dean. Yeah, well done, Giggles. That is excellent, excellent Giggles corner. Um, and I think, look, it's a, you're a fan favourite, Giggles. Keep up the great work. And, you know, as, as 
Mulhall said you've given you your task now to go off and crunch the numbers on clean oh. ball one in the half forward line on puck out so we're looking forward to the top 10 on those next week you might need to start that immediately top. <laughs> some video analysis out there I have to make two <laughs> estimates <out> there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right great Giggles get your feedback in on, on the team any positional switches at GDAGA at Twitter and at GDAGA and Instagram and GDAGA at gmail.com do you No, there was there was no tangle, right? It was an off the ball incident, right? And I made my feeling like we've played him now twice. He didn't stay down for no reason, like, and that cost us a score, right? Now I've seen other people come onto the field and make points and be just as animated. Yes, there's one fella I I get sent all the time, and I, I don't think it's personally fair myself. And if you look at the whole thing, I can promise you you'll see more people giving out. But that official wanted to make a name for himself and fair play to him. He probably did. I have to say I do like Davy Fitz on the Sunday game though I do like him on I do think he's good you sent down a photo of me Tim John I don't you don't no. Giggles no oh wow no he's better than he's better than Mr. Bredow ahead they're all yeah, terrible I stopped watching it I, I tell you I, I used to love watching like the Sunday game was quality like it was quality and I stopped watching it on Sunday night one because they put the football on first and that's brutal at the moment do you know um, what Let's and give then it. the hurling is chronic. Football is absolutely chronic. Tomas Mulcahy, what a loss. I think he was useless on it. I actually love Tomas Mulcahy. He was just... No, you bring back uh, Cyril Farage rock now, but Tomas Mulcahy was useless. No, uh, uh, he was part of my childhood. Lock, I, man, lo- definitely. I love him. Oh, wait, should they? That's that's a given. Like those those ways were unbelievable. There's Cal is useless. Yeah, this Cal should not be hosting yeah. a TV show. He's terrible. He's, cast, He's yeah. terrible. Yeah. They just need what Broke they should up. do with that is just give that to some up and coming new no, guy. No, and I just thi- give it to them. No, I think you're being hard on this. He's terrible, John. He stifles any kind of confrontation or anything that comes up that could go somewhere. He goes, Oh well, I'm sure there could be some there's a reason for it or that he just and shuts it down. He shuts down mm-hmm. anything that could go, you know go somewhere else. He's, and he's fidgeting and fumbling. He's terrible on it. He's shocking. He's very good on radio. Like I think that's his good medium. I think he's actually suited to that. Would you well, John, if you say <laughs> that, I give it a go, like you know. But no, I know, but um, yeah, like the old, the old days, like this thing, of, like Don Log is very good. Yeah, but talking about the sun, like the, yeah, if the you, high, if the, you the, had, if, no, talking about the Sunday game live show is fine. Right. It's the Sunday game night show is disaster. Right, if you had, yeah, if you had, if you had Don Log's modern analysis element Sunday game now, thrown in with a bit of Jur. Perfect, and, perfect. And sir. Yeah, exactly. You bring, yeah, that's what you but, need, but, John. But, but Des is killing it, though, then, as the facilitator of it. That's the problem. I don't, I don't think it matters who's on with Des. It's going to be rubbish. Right, right. So what we're liking it to is like the Munster final, right? With Keenan as the referee, right? So if you were saying, if there was a lad in there who let it go, you know. Yeah, And exactly, they'd lose, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And then you had, say, the boys throw back you know and yeah. letting fly yeah yeah, that'd be grand I don't yeah, know who yeah. the person is though. that's the problem I don't know who the person is for new days they could bring Michael Lester back just for the no nah, he's done no, yeah, no oh. but sure he's, he's done he's retired but I do think he would be brilliant to get him back and yeah. we'll, we'll just give like a couple more seconds is there anyone out there right, that's the, anyone on radio or an, I don't know do you know yeah but Joe might be good Tommy Wells do no he'd be terrible who he was terrible as the host. Who? He couldn't be the host. Who did you say? Tommy Hodge. <laughs> Tommy would be untold on it. It, it'd be like... He's my favourite. He should be on it, yeah. Do you remember? That's the trio. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, do you remember, <laughs> the, do you remember the little time when Pat Spillane was the host? Oh, that, that was, was car that crash was scenes. Yeah. But you know what? I actually reckon he was better than Des Cal thinking back on it. Oh, yeah, but like that was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. I don't know how he got that. Was was Michael Lester was out for a few no, weeks? No, Michael Lester was doing the main Sunday game and they gave Pat Spillane the night gig. 
Oh, that he was, had it for a couple of years. That was serious. It was shocking. Yeah. Interestingly, I just saw in the paper there, he was drawing down a load of grants for his production company during COVID. Pile of money he got out of the government past the plan. It was in the paper during the week there, anyways. It was interesting. Well, that's going off topic here now. Clay and Wexford. Sorry, sorry, Sean. Yeah, sorry. It was just Debbie Fitz there. You're under pressure now, Sean, of course, because you have to get the kids ready for school. We don't have that problem here. Um, Clay and Wexford, massive news. Duggan and Hayes have been cleared and are in for Sunday, in for Saturday, which is a massive boost for Clare. Quickly on that though. Are they ever going to get banned, really? But, no, but this is the thing. This is the thing. The That's the thing. Is a, is a ban ever a ban anymore? Because it seems mm. to be the case, it's very unlikely now you get sent off that it's going to be upheld. <laughs> like, yeah. they'll get you off by hook or by crook in some way. Um, it is a huge boost to have have them in. Like, Duggan has been massive for them. Hayes arguably one of the best cornerbacks in the game at the moment. Quickly going to the game though with Clare and Wexford. Wexford are there after I think you know essentially having one performance against Kilkenny. You could say the same for Kilkenny. Got lost two games after winning Leinster final into Ireland semi final. It's very hard going on form and going on what we've seen from Clare to see anything but a Clare win on Saturday. I would say I I, I can't see Wexford getting the on- within six seven. Yeah, the only it. thing is like that. You know, you'd see you'd think. Because of how high Clare went up for the Munster final, you know. But they've been high, Shawnee. They've been high up, all along, though. There again. They've hurled well all through, though. They've been at oh, a no, very no, good no, level. No, what, what I'm saying is that's the only thing you could make a case for Wexford that they might catch them, you know, coming down off a massive game and not be able to get up for a Wexford, Wexford game because they'd be expected to be Wexford. Um, but but Clare have brought that energy and that, you know, intensity to every game they played this year, like, so yeah, you totally. expect them. To bring the same thing again, you you expect that's the bar that they need to get to as a minimum every game now. Um, but yeah, it, you, it is hard to see where where Wexford are going to come out on this one. Um, like they're out, outside of Damien Rick um, and what's the name of that fullback line? Um, Ryan is it? His fullback. Ryan, and Ryan is a good yeah. is a good hurler. Yeah. Potty Potty Foley isn't bad either, but they're. They're struggling outside of that, really. You know, for forwards to hold, to hold, backs um, hold, yeah. or for backs to hold off the clear forwards like Shane O'Donnell, um, Duggan is is class lad. He's like he's he's about to be let off the leash, I think, in terms of a, a big score. You know, the monster final there, Mike Casey himself had a ferocious battle, um, hanging out with each other all day. I think he's going to let loose, um, at the weekend. I think I just don't think they'll be able to hold him. Uh, and then Shane O'Donnell, like Shane O'Donnell is absolutely brilliant, lads. He is just like bouncing off lads, left, right, and centre. He's not on the score sheet much, but the work rate he does, you know, he's he's in top form this year. I, like he's has to be in the talking for hurler of the year. Probably won't be get it because he's not in the scoreboard as much. But um, yeah, I, I just I find it hard to make a case for for Wexford really, you know, outside of the, the big win they had against Kilkenny, but. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this could be a, a bit of a hammering um, at the weekend if it gets out of control. John? Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Munster final, I thought Limerick did a great job on Shane O'Donnell and you could they were kind of holding him and fouling him, you know, and he couldn't get into the game and then he won a free there after about 20 minutes and he hit the ball into the stand. And remember he got up and he was... Yeah. He was kind of frustrated with himself, um. So, but Limerick, like, Claire, not going to come into that kind of element of passion or strength. Like the body on Sean Finn and those boys, like, yeah. what the hell? Like, I know, they're yeah. just like he sent on that photo of Sean Finn looks like Rocky. He looks like Rocky. But like, he actually looks like Rocky. They're, <laughs> they're like the great Kenny team multiplied by ten. I think like they're just. They're just uh, healthy living, and you know. Um, but back to the match, Tony Kelly, what a player! Like, possibly he's up there with the greatest I've seen. Like, I know he's a different player to TJ and Henry and all them, but like, does there does there be anyone marking him in these matches? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just running around. The like, score he got where he hooked Claude Hegarty, yeah, and went up the field. And score that point. That was one of the greatest scores I've ever two seen. Two lads running after him. I've ever seen. I know, but like, they were all out. Yeah, all out. That was phenomenal. Claude Hegarty's six foot five. Like when he's running, like 
he goes away from lads. Yeah. And Tony Kelly was, yeah. and Tony Kelly was running away from. I don't know who was it Burns or I don't know who it was, but it didn't matter who it was because they weren't going to catch him. But like, how are Wex were going to hold him? Like they could put the two wrecks on him, and <laughs> it's still it's he'd still get five points from play. Oh yeah, like the man yeah. is just now he he did go very quiet in that second half, and then he stood up and put that sideline over, which was phenomenal to level that game. Liam, think about it. this man is running right. He's he could start on the. 65 on the left hand side of the field he could run over and back four or five times and not get a ball and he's after that he'll make a run and he'll get a point in yeah. like if you're run playing that game a game could bypass you for 10 minutes same way Austin Gleeson is quite similar but like doesn't get on half the ball that Tony Kelly does plus the Clare let's try to find him uh, this game Clare by minimum seven giggles yeah, I, I, I'm writing all the players' names down here. And the only thing Wexford have in their locker is they've got Chin McDonald and Rory O'Connor in the full yeah. forward line, which, yeah. to be honest, is a fairly awesome full forward line. Like, the way they play it, they'll have O'Connor and McDonald inside as a two, and Chin kind of nearly as a kind of an Adam Shearer-type striker, kind of just sitting off the two. Um, and they're awesome. Like, three of them are big, three of them can score, three of them are pace. But then you cut from twelve back to one, and it's just it's 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 a pretty average team thereafter, right? You've got some good players like Nemo McGovern is a fair servant, Steve O'Keefe is a fair servant. The backs you mentioned there, like there are Handlin and Ryan and and Paddy Forty, a series miles in the clock. They're all yeah. in the thirties. Yeah. Um, is having not a great year in goals after a few good years. So, yeah, I I, I can't see anything. I think you're right. Um. The one, the one chink I see in the Clare team, like I think Connor Cleary is very strong at fullback, and he's he's what Clark would love. Yep, a stopper who doesn't want to hurl, who's an animal, and he'll foul and until he gets the yellow card, and then he's a little bit susceptible. You've got Hayes and Flanagan, who are two brilliant cornerbacks. Ryan and McInerney are both having great years in the wing. I just think John Conlon can be got at. I think he's playing really well, and he's getting away with it there as a distributor. But at the, at the end of the day, he's a forward playing centre-back. And that's always an opportunity for a team to go and attack. So if I was Wexford, I'd be attacking there. But then thereafter, you're talking Shane O'Donnell, Dogan, Tony Kelly. David Fitzgerald is in line for an odd start score. He's doing from midfield. They're not going to beat Limerick, lads. I don't think anyone's going to beat Limerick. But I do think Clare, I think John, you're right, seven minimum. Seven minimum for yeah. Clare. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to see past Clare. Clare, I think also there's a massive following behind Clare at the moment, which is a big thing. When a Clare team is going well, they have it's like Cork. You know, they they draw a big crowd, which they actually feed off really well. Like that game in Turles, the Munster final. After watching being at Crow Park for the Munster final, complete non-event, and then coming home watching the Munster final on TV, it was like a different sport. And we said that in the WhatsApp group. There's no point in saying it, but it was. Like couldn't even compare them to what we'd seen the day before in terms of the skill, the intensity and the conditions that they were playing. It was an absolute pissing down rain and everything. I can't see anything different on, on Saturday, Clare win. It is a double header. It's sold out since, I think, the second the tickets went on sale. Yeah. Ter- terrorist tickets can't be got either. Yeah, I like. Y- there was an argument that you could have had two separate matches, but the Turles, now that I know it's in Turles, uh, <laughs> Turles with 50,000 in it is just like the Munster final even though it was lashing rain it was a like a throwback to the old days the 90s like you know like seeing Turles full is unbelievable yeah I'm delighted they've done a double header too because they could have easily done two separate and there was talks of Claire Wexler was going to be a parky queeve that would have been a disaster I know know the the Wexler crowd travel and they travel in numbers but yeah, you would have had Turles maybe 30, yeah. 35 maybe. 30 maybe. Is yeah, that? 30. Because, you know, on the back of the Wexford heads, they might have been like, oh, is it worth going up? So now that it's full house, it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be class. Yeah, it's going to be class. But I think, look, we didn't speak too much about Limerick here, just to, to round out on, on Limerick. We spoke about in the podcast previous that they have this knack of just staying there. And they did the they did the same thing again. Obviously, they were the point up, and you know Tony Kelly got brought extra time, and then they just got those two three points in front, and they were kind of and it was done. Like 
the performance levels that they're getting, that the conditioning that they're in, it's going to be so hard to catch them. That's a game that they should have been, you know, Clare could have got it, but they, they couldn't get it, even though they probably brought their best performance in in age to that game, how well they hurled and threw every single thing at them. Who, like, if you look at the other side, right, you, Giggles, you don't think Clare would beat them? Like, you know, Galway won't beat them. Look, Cork won't it comes, beat them. It comes down they're, to one thing. It's, they have a serious team, but it's the five subs. And, like, when I was playing, or, you know, or when you're anyone is playing, like it's so hard to get into a match when you're coming on. But like, there's something in those boys' heads. Like I don't know, is it that mind shrink one they have or what's going on? But when they come onto the field, the subs, it's like instantly. <laughs> it's instantly they're like straight into the game. Like it's not like a normal sub would come on. He'll hit it wide because oh, I didn't have enough time to walk. They literally just get a ball and they put it straight over the bar. Like they're just. Conditioned to make a difference in the game. I don't know if the devices think that as well. Like these five subs, and it's been happening for the last four years. They're coming on, making a difference. Whereas, and they have the five subs. Whereas, like the other teams don't have the subs either. Like I wouldn't say. Yeah, I, I, I think going back to the monster final. I know everyone gave John Keenan a load of praise, right? But fuck it, I, I don't know, like, like yeah, a thousand of foul as well at the same time. And if you think about where the game was won uh, towards the end of it, right, Conor Cleary was fouling Aaron Gillan for the whole game. Right? He was hugging him for the whole game. That's unbelievably frustrating. And it took until the 65th or 66th minute for Cleary to get the yellow card. And then when he got the yellow card, he couldn't go near Gillan. I think Gillan got three points in extra time. And Gillan is their match winner. Like, well, Keane Lynch is still injured. Gillan is the is the person who just he makes unbelievable runs. Um, I think there was a stat he made thirty five runs in the first half. The, the last day he got one six, so he got seven balls, but he made thirty five runs. And um, he's just unbelievably accurate. So I think two things there: one, Limerick are just phenomenal. John, I agree with you. I don't even think they're subject. They don't even look that good coming out. Like Reedy looks very remarkable. Conor Boylan looks very remarkable. The rest of them, you kind of, you, you don't even know their names. They're not that familiar, but they do score four points between the five of them at a minimum coming on, and it's not a goal or two. Um, but I, I, I go back to the Munster point. It was an unbelievable battle. But as a forward, you must have been unbelievably frustrated. Like you talked about Shane O'Donnell being frustrated there. There, he was absolutely, you know, you know pulverized. Like he was being fouled for the whole game, and he couldn't get a free. That, that's. That doesn't sit right with me as a as a card card, as you'd, as you'd well imagine. <laughs> no, I agree, I agree with you on that as well, Giggles. Like I was I was thinking the exact same. I was like, it's great that everything is let flow, but like a free is a free, and like Limerick, and not not this is not a Limerick bash or anything, but Limerick have just got that physicality that maybe you know a lot of the counties can't live with at the moment, and. You know, it borderlines on a free a lot of the time. You know, most times it probably is, and they're not getting pulled up. Uh, but they still are. Look, out shadow of a doubt, I can't see anyone beating them this year as well. I just just don't think any other county has the quality to go up against them this year. Um, Clare threw absolutely everything they had and the rest, and could not get over the line. Um, Cork, Galway, Kikini, Wexford. Um, I don't think anything to match up to to Limerick, but in in saying all that, Shawnee, I think if Kilkenny got clear in a semi final, I'd have a slight chance. I'd I'd fancy us, and I don't know why that is, but I just you wouldn't fi- fancy Kilkenny to be. You wouldn't fancy Kilkenny to come up against Limerick, though, realistically. Yeah, but what about Limerick? Though? Yeah. Well, we are the last team to catch them, so yeah. Mm, but and no, that's, it. that's could, probably could, why they, they they wouldn't let their guard down this time. It's look, a, look, we're not going to be Clare and Limerick twinning all Ireland, and if we did, by God, Liam is going to five hundred dollars if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Me and John have a few pints that night. Liam hasn't drank his whole life. Liam hasn't drank his whole life. He'd be he be down in Jaeger. He'd drink that night. He'd be drinking with Cody down in the bloody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Cody on if we we'll get Cody on if we win. Get him on again for part two. Never mind that, Shefflin, lad. Never mind that, Shefflin. <laughs> he's, he's only a bollock, Shefflin. Don't worry about it. Yeah, look, look, Saturday, 
no matter what, it's going to be two great games. Looking forward to it. Both games on TV, sell out in Turles. The weather was looking poor for Saturday, but I think now it's changed. It's not going to be as warm as the last couple of days, but it's going to be dry, which will lend itself to some good matches, I think. Um, I was hoping to go myself and get the tea pass um, but my mother and father <laughs> my mother and father are going tickets are tight and seeing the Cork are playing I was like I'm not going to p- put in a put up a fuss here with my sister trying to get extra tickets so my mother and father are going and my mother and father are getting the tea pass so I'll let you know how they get on but the tea pass is great for anyone who hasn't experienced it if you can try and get in on it for any game I recommend getting the tea and sandwich and buns in Simple Stadium in the dome <laughs> um, but look that is episode 100 on that we'll end on the T-Pass note John thanks so much for taking the time please come back safe from Pakistan <laughs> uh, we'll get you on again because you know you know you've done Kilimanjaro is that right yeah Everest and now yeah the big one yeah so look please okay, too. Okay, Thank, too. thanks lads and Here's to the next hundred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And thanks to Giggles. Thanks to Shawnee. And thanks to all the listeners as well for tuning in for the last 100 episodes. And thanks to O'Neill's for being our sponsors for the O'Neill's. last number of years as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, keep tuning in. Get in touch. At GA, Twitter, Instagram, GadeAGA, gmail.com. Thanks everyone. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck. Thanks, lads.